0: Beautiful people across the globe, we just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and Evie what's good kickback family unless you are living under a rock it's been a lot of stuff that's been hectic so if you want to ask me how my temperature is going my temperature is about the same way it is in these streets it's hot it's a lot of stuff going on and stuff is wild uh but if i had to give you a number i would say just because i remember high school or really in grade school from kindergarten to um my senior year in florida or I think towards the end, it went to 90 to a hundred was an a, but I would say it's a 94. It's like at the bottom of an a, cause it used to be like a 94 to a hundred used to be an a, then they switched it to 90 to hundred, but it is a 94. And if I had to give you guys a song lyrics and I'm not going to go through all of it. Cause some of y'all probably don't listen to it or you probably don't even know who this person is. Um, But it starts off with a lovely intro that says, can I talk to you for a minute? You know, I've been, I've been thinking to myself, we had a lot of good times to get together. Come on, darling. We did everything together. We would wake up early in the morning. And then he goes on to talk about all the stuff that he needs. And that is from the one and only that some of you might know him as Brandy, little brother, but <laughs> the streets just call him Ray J. So yeah! <laughs> um, that is my song. And it's called One Wish. If you want to go listen to it, you're free to go listen to it. <laughs> Um, the one wish by Ray J is what I got for the people today, mm. and my number is ninety-four. That's my oh,
1: Sharika, if you don't name this
2: episode "One Wish" or put okay. it in the subtitle, oh, it's already oh, okay. But before we go on, if you don't know, if you don't know, don't answer. But do you? How old do you think Ray J is?
0: I was or if you, you said. He, 36, I 37. Know. I don't know off the top of my head, but I say 36, 37. I feel like older than me. I
1: truly beat. don't know. I want to is- say he's a little older than me as well. So, I'm going to hit it with Evie's answer. 36-ish. Definitely not 40, but mid-30s on the higher side. Nah,
0: I think he like low 40s because he was on the <gasps> Moesha. What? My guy no is 41.
2: 41.
0: Yes, I you would lying. say low to 40. 41.
2: You when
0: 40. you asked the question, I thought about it because like, watching Moesha, he was already like a teenager on his little and I was yes. young during those Moesha days. So that makes sense.
2: I, I, he looks like such a baby in the face. I would really does. like the same thing you guys, like, oh, 30. He got to be, well, if, if I was truly guessing, I would, I guess, a lot younger. But by knowing he has been around for a while, I would have thought no more than like 37, 38. But, um, yeah, I, was like not this man in his 40s but okay I know, well, that's we'll get right. back to Ray J in a moment but Sabrina how are you doing <laughs> I'm like maybe I need to make me a little tape it keeps you young
1: is that what it's <laughs> <I'm> doing? <I'm laughs> my husband won't even let me post well I shouldn't say won't let me because I'm not in an unsafe situation so let me not make that kind of jokes but he was opposed to me posting photos of my toes literally just feet <laughs> <laughs> for some side change. Side note, did you guys know? I know Shriek and evie know because we talked about this at a house party one day, but people are out here buying pictures of feet. And I thought it was hilarious when I found out. I was like, babe, that that should be my side hustle. He was like, Absolutely not. Those are my toes to see and mine alone. And I was like, Okay, babe, whatever. You messing up you messing up the side hustle, but anyway
2: you talking about a video when you come
1: about you drew that man a stick figure (laughs) but that's different though he was asking for what he did not have a license for and as edie says i will stand 10 toes down on that um that that was crazy that he even asked it's like did you not feel my energy when you met me i mean i guess anybody can shoot their shot but wow but she
2: said (laughs) but the toes you can get
1: because they're toes. I mean, we live in Florida. We see toes every day. Like, I still don't get that. And let, well, God forbid, I shouldn't let, say, let something bad happen to him. But I just don't think it's a big deal to sell some feet. Honestly, I don't. Um, I am feeling great. I feel like I'm still on the high for my little vacation. So my song is Heated by Beyonce. And I love this line when she says, only a real one could tame me. Only the radio could play me. Oh, now you wish I was complacent. Boy, you must have mixed up our faces. Oh, now you want to have conversations. See how you're testing my patience. That's my energy. I love it. It's like, hey, I'm here at the beginning of the song. She's like, you never met a girl with a mind like this to give you space and time like this. It's like, listen, I'd be doing my thing. You'd be doing yours. But um, you can always get it, too. So <laughs> I love that about that song. And it's just so fun. The whole renaissance, it's everything. And I can't believe this is only one a 3 and i can't believe this is my life right now because i'm living it it's so good shout out to eb because i wore the shirt he gifted on um, me with and um, when i was in north carolina with my family and i got so many compliments eb i even did a little photo shoot in it on front of a brick wall because why not it was mm-hmm. everything shout out to my mom she just had her 60th birthday i had a great time in north carolina celebrating with her and chilling with my family and shout out to my friend Ashley, who just, you know, not just had a baby, but I just got to meet him for his half birthday. Little Leo. And I had a I had a good time. I had a good time with little Leo. So I'm feeling
2: great. Sharika, how are you? I don't normally curse. Actually, I'm not. I'm not going to curse. Don't, let me just, don't let me. Don't I was going to say, now. don't get out of your character. No, 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 friend. no, no, no. <laughs> no don't curse. I'm not going to curse. But the song that I have uh, today for you guys has a, has a curse in it, a few actually, but it's just my mood right now. It's bad. B o'clock. It's 30. thirty. I've been okay. through a lot, but I'm still flirty. Is everybody back? Is everybody back up in the building? It's been a minute. Tell me how you healing, because I'm about to get in my feelings. How you feeling? How you feeling right now? That's my. That's where I'm at right now. If you don't know this, have you been on the TikToks on the on the ground? This, th- they were doing a TikTok to the song. This is Lizzo's, it's about time, okay? And um, the chorus goes, turn up the music, turn down the lights. I got a feeling I'm going to be all right. Okay, all right. It's about time, okay? My husband would have been like, girl, just say the word. But it's just not me. So I'm not going to. But that's that is how I'm feeling for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's the thick 30 that got me. And also, it's the, it's about time, you know, it's time for me to feel good. And that's my mood. That's my energy. My temp is 83. And it's a lot going on in these days, but I'm feeling good. How y'all feel?
1: I'm excited to listen to this song because I don't think I've heard it, probably because I don't have a TikTok not on TikTok, but girl, when you said that first line, you had me wanting to be like, okay, I'll be right back. I got to go dance. I go. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't nobody's thick, but I wish I was. And I definitely, because that is everything.
2: I love it. Everybody's got a version of their thick. Okay. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it, I feel like you, if you heard like it's this, I didn't read the part that that's always on the TikTok, but I'm sure if you heard that part, cause it was like, everybody was, they had a little dance to it and everybody was doing it. But yeah, that also leads me into the song by Lizzo. This leads me into the Emmys were last night. Did y'all watch the Emmys? Anybody watch the Emmys?
0: I watched highlights of it, but I did not mm-hmm. watch the whole thing.
2: That was me. no, that was me. I watched the highlights. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Like I have been off of uh, award shows for a while. I t- I was there for the Chris Rock slap. That was just random. I was just turning the TV and I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. But I wasn't watching the Emmys. But I did want to talk about the Emmys for a little bit. Shout out to Lizzo, who won an Emmy last night, re- a limited reality series. For the past few years, RuPaul's Drag Race has won, but shout out to Lizzo. First, her first, se- uh, her first series and the first season, she gets an Emmy. So I love people diversifying their talents. And her series was about, um, highlighting big girls and, um, I forget something about watch out for the big girls. That's what was the name of the show. And so she took these ladies that was on her show and now they're her backup dancers. So, i'm happy for her i'm happy that she won an emmy and i like when people step out of the lane that you normally see them in and do something different and then get an award on their first time around that's amazing so shout out to lizzo yeah
1: that is pretty dope and she looked beautiful per usual and just she just has this energy that's like it, i don't know if you could bottle it'd be like sunshine it's awesome
2: Sunshine with a with a razor blade, and I love it. Right, right. <laughs> edge. It's like I'm happy. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 out here, but also don't try me. But I and I love that for her. And then we uh, Quinta Bron. I mean, there's a lot of winners, but y'all know where we are. We we're gonna talk about some of the the brown ones today. So <laughs> Quinta, Quinta Bronson won for her. Uh, she's a writer for Abbott Elementary. I haven't seen that. Have y'all seen Abbott Elementary?
0: One of the best no, shows but
2: it's out. it's on my to watch list because I've only heard amazing things yes. about it. Yes, Eb, you said it's the best, one of the best shows. I'll out. say one of
0: the best shows out. It's just the representation within the show, and then just seeing like because I don't know if you're gonna get it to her, but if you do, if you don't, I will. Shirley Ralph one yesterday as well, and she's on that show. And it's just watching people who, yes. for myself, watch childhood, I guess you could say, TV actress or a- actors or actress, and then you, like you still see them acting in her specific case with Shirley Ralph four decades later and she finally get her first one. Uh, but I would say just the, uh, it's just funny how the reality of shows are um at, at times, right? Like, and for me, with Abbey Elementary, just looking at some stuff that I feel happened in my elementary school or the way that teachers were or the way that just behind the scenes could have been. I was like, I feel like I'm there and me being an avid learner and a, I would say a lifelong learner. Like that's one of the reasons why I enjoy it. Not saying if you're not an avid learner or a lifelong learner, you wouldn't enjoy it. Um, but I would definitely, definitely recommend it to anybody who's trying to look for a new show or you're tired of some of maybe the garbage that people tend to put out there. Like, Hey, you should watch this and you watch it and be like, Oh, this really, this really sucked. Um, I would encourage Abbott Elementary.
2: I've heard a lot of great things about that show, but I have yet to see it. But every, I have yet to hear one bad critique about the show. Everyone who watches it says it is amazing. And you did allude to, or you brought up Cheryl Lee Ralph. Okay, so I just was like, oh, the threads are all coming through. We talked about Ray J, who was on a TV show called Moesha with his sister, Brandy, who also starred in that show, Cheryl Lee Ralph. And as Evie says, she is an amazing actress. And I don't know if y'all have been online or saw anything uh, pertaining to whether it was her speech. The first thing I saw when I got up this morning online regarding Cheryl Lee Wright, probably might have been the first thing I saw, was um, her kids. They're like young adults. They look like young adult age. And they were like screaming at, they were at the Emmys, like, high up in the seats, and they were, like, recording their mom just winning the award. They just called her name, and they were screaming, jumping up and down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We love you, Mommy. I literally was tearing up. It was so beautiful, not only to see this woman work so hard, and finally be, achieve, be able to achieve and be recognized for her hard work. But to see your family support you like that, it was so beautiful. And then I heard her, then I like scrolled on and I saw her speech and, it was so touching. First, first of all, the man, the lady sang. Okay, she sang, and if you don't know, she was in D- Dream Girls, like not the one with Beyonce, but you know the original Dream Girls. But she sang. I haven't really seen her sing much, but she has a beautiful voice. But in her speech, she just talked about dreams coming true, and how if you ever thought that you couldn't, wouldn't, it shouldn't, like that things, your dreams won't come true. This is a moment, an example of someone's dreams coming true. And she was talking about that. And I was so moved by that because I think about just how she's been, like Evie said, four decades. You've been doing something for so long, putting your blood, sweat and tears into something. And you think no one will ever, no one recognizes it. Nobody appreciates my work. And not that awards do that, but it is a public. Opportunity for you to be recognized. And I was really touched by that and also remi- reminded that, you know what? Dreams do come true. And if you just continue to do what you love and put your heart and soul into it and, and maybe you will be recognized on a pl- big stage. But you know what? There's so many lives that have been changed and been touched by what you do when you do what you love that that's almost a bigger award. So I was really touched by that. Um, win for her. And Zendaya won. Oh, I want to say also about Cheryl Lee Ralph. She is the second black woman to win for an outstanding supporting actress in a comedy. The second. And the first one was 35 years previously. And that was Jack K. Harry for 227. So that's the last time that someone has, and Jack K. was the first one 35 years ago. Now Cheryl Lee Ralph is the second one. And we've talked about this a lot. About we're still at the first and the seconds of things for people of color who've been in the industry and doing things for since probably at the beginning.
1: Especially, oh my gosh! Well, you said it. I don't need to say anymore. Don't have friends. Say (laughs) say what you got. I can just think of so many hilarious black women, but I wonder if they were just never nominated mm-hmm. uh, you know i'd love to say "Oh, i'm gonna go back and look at it all but i'm not mm-hmm. but in my mm-hmm. heart i know that some people got gypped. Oh, and it's yeah. just frustrating
2: so shout out to her and then zendaya that's the last one i want to talk about with the emmys unless y'all got anything else actually i do have something else but zendaya was the she is the she won another emmy for her role in uh euphoria and she is the two she's the youngest two-time winner uh for the uh leading actress role. So shout out to Zendaya. She's absolutely a yeah, and
1: that is a really
2: difficult role
1: and she does it excellently. So well deserved, well deserved for all of them,
2: for all of them really. And um the host was Keenan Thompson, which is a throwback to my youth with Keenan and Kel on Nickelodeon so it's like like these people are I mean obviously Keenan is like you know, a few years older than me, but it's like, um, it's, it's, it's very, it was very nostalgic to see him. And he, Kel had a little moment on the show, which I love Kel Mitchell. I used to think he was so cute. Oh, um, he so, is. And he still looks so good. And he still Girl,
1: between everybody. him and Ray
2: J. Everybody. All I know okay.
1: is black don't crack. See, you don't have to do a tape. I don't think Kel did <laughs> I don't think Kel did one. Um, can you or EB explain to me the context of the Jimmy Kimmel playing dead? Because I thought he was possibly the host. But now I'm hearing that Kel was the host. So why was he even on the stage? Did he present it? I don't think this that show
2: has anything to do about death. I'm confused. Eb, do you know? Because I don't know. I I was here for the black people last night. I I missed anything about Jimmy, but yes, uh, Keenan was a, was a host. So I don't see nothing about see nothing about Jimmy Kimmel. So I got to look that. Oh, up. you didn't looked... see
1: about how? Well,
0: yeah, when um when Quinta had got her award, I like so I don't know if it was something that during uh, I don't know because I didn't really look look at it outside of a few tweets. Um, some people are considering Jimmy Kimmel of extremely white privilege moment of taking shine from other people. Um, and then, of course, some people are saying uh-huh. him taking shine from black people. But me being somebody who follows the Jimmy Kimmel live show at night, uh-huh. I would highly um, disagree with that just because of his voice and his advocacy on all types of issues. Um, I just don't know if he thought somebody else was going to win and it went wrong or it went south or him playing dead, laying down on the stage when somebody else went. I don't know if it was uh, Q went wrong, where maybe she was supposed to go to the other side of the stage, because if you watch these type of war shows, sometimes they have, or he was supposed to go on a different one, where you have, like, two different, like, I guess you could say runways or different platforms or stages. And so, I don't know if that's what, what happened, but all I know is he was laying on front, and then she, like, stepped over him, and then if I met, and if I'm And he not mistaken, stayed there. And he stayed there, and then she, which I think it probably would have been awkward if he would have got up in the middle of her like getting it and speech. And then <laughs> so I think it was a lose lose situation for him. I am waiting for him to come out. You with a rolled
1: statement. Him <laughs> away, Evie. I would have paused. You know how teachers be like, "I'll wait."
0: <laughs> I know, if I if I'm not mistaken, I think on Twitter. I don't know if it's on Instagram or on Twitter, and I'm not trying to look right now. Um, but I know she had. I think she posted a picture. It may have alluded to having to step over him and something along those lines. Um, She definitely
1: did. Um, And I didn't watch it. I just saw the tweets because people were tweeting things like white male privileges laying on the ground and expecting a black woman to just step around you while she accepts her hard-earned earned award and if Quinta stepping over Jimmy who literally laid in her spotlight on the day she won an Emmy isn't a metaphor for what it means to be a woman of color in a white men's world I don't know what is so I watched just that little part mm. um but because I don't know the context I'm not one to just jump on the bandwagon that's why I was curious if you all knew the context of it and then I saw a tweet evidently from Quinta's team that said you know she didn't take it That deep. She just felt like he's one of the greatest comedians of our time. And I'm just excited to get my award. So I'm like, if she's not bothered, who am I?
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, Uh, this is why. And this is the, not that she should have had to, but this was the approach that I wanted Taylor Swift to take back in the day. um, That that was different, Sharika.
1: That was different. Kanye, that was. (laughs) He snatched her word and was like, By the way, you don't deserve it, but go ahead and do your And I was speech. like
2: snatch my word, but I got it. How about you have several seats and then get up there and say your feet step over him like Quintus stepped over Jimmy and go on and give your speech. That's
1: see but you. You would have done that as a teen, because
2: wasn't she a teenager she, as was, a teen she was, and I would not have. I would have been crying. I was but about anyway, to say,
1: you're super sweet. You wouldn't have. but I would have. I think EB may have been like, if you don't go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's one of those moments in those moments i think you just naturally you just be in a state of shock right because you just don't know what's going to happen whether it's that incident whether it's the slap whether it's even you like as a person because i know a lot of people will say i would have did this just think about when you're talking at times and you just get interrupted and some people they do clap back right in that moment like, absolutely not you're not going to interrupt me but naturally you just like did that just happen and, and in retrospect you're like oh i would have responded this way it's crazy
2: Sabrina would have, because she is very quick, and she is on it. I am, on the other hand, am not. So I would have froze. But
1: <laughs> I I'm don't. Sure I... That you did punch that kid when you're in school. I think all of us, you may be surprised by your reaction to what you perceive as the ultimate disrespect, and it's all in your perception, right? If you feel like it's not a big deal, you might have been like, you know, whatever. I still won, but if you don't you might you know not respond like that
0: so this is a quick um from quinta she said i know jimmy kimmel and i did it and i don't know i feel like the bit didn't bother me that much i don't know what the internet thinks the 32 year old comedian said it was kimmel who was one of the first people in hollywood to champion her abc show honestly jimmy gave me my first big late night spot he was one of the first people to see Abbott Elementary. He was the first person to message me on Instagram because he didn't have my number. He was so excited. It was going to be on ABC. I was happy it was Jimmy. He's one of the he's one of the comedy godfathers. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. So I was wrapped in the moment. Tomorrow, maybe I'll be mad at him. And she said later on, maybe I'll punch him. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it seems like they have some form of a relationship. Of some kind. Um, so again i don't know if he, again if he knew she was gonna win and it was in jest maybe it was i'm gonna see what you're gonna do if i lay here um but it's one of those things that's like i'm not I'm, i can't go on a limb and say they're friends but when you because jimmy kimmel not only does he run a late night show but he also has like just networking power but for her to say he gave me my big my first big late night spot um, and I don't know if that was her being on his show to promote her show or mm-hmm. if he has a role or a hand in giving her Abbott Elementary, um, for him to champion her and to be one of the first people to congratulate her, you know, those type of things to say that, Hey, and it's more stuff in that article that I just read of, like, we are lucky at ABC to have you. Um, and people don't understand sometimes like those moments or those segments that somebody has on a show that typically helps out the entire network. Um, Because it's like, oh, you come on at 9, I come on at 10. Mm -hmm. If that's a good show, most people are are likely inclined to stay on that Mm -hmm. network. Like Some people have their shows. Like People will just only stick to Netflix and don't have a Hulu account. Some people have Hulu and don't have Disney, not knowing that Hulu and Disney are together. They're all under the Disney ESPN umbrella. But it's like some people have certain streaming platforms or certain channels that they rock with. Like some of you political um enthusiasts some of you rock with fox and you don't rock with cnn or vice versa some of you rock with msnbc and don't rock with others or some of you only rock with local news or some of you who i don't always like to have conversations with don't have no interest in no news outlets whether it be local or state or national and that's highly frustrating because it's our job as people to be aware and informed in some way shape or form but i ain't judging though. that's between you and god and how you sleep at night. Hopefully you sleep well though.
1: Um, thank you for sharing that, Evie. I love that she shared it. I feel like dang, when you have a close relationship like that and there is something that is fine between you, it kind of sucks that you have to share it. But because people were coming for him so fully, I can understand mm-hmm. why she was like, Hey guys, it's all it's all good,
2: you know? But the frustrating part is almost literally what happened with the slap. It's like we ain't over here talking about the fact she won. Now people talking about the fact that this man laid down while she was trying to give her a speech. And it was like, That's true. she <laughs> ain't being asked about, oh, what did it mean to win your award? Like, you know, how do you feel all the, you know, all that you put into the show? They're like, girl, Jimmy laid down. What was you thinking? I'm like, dang it, Jimmy. I like Jimmy I Kimmel. thinking... I- <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was just like, I like Jimmy Kimmel too, and I don't think that he is Racist. I don't know. I I just am so baffled as to what was he just saying. I'm surprised she won. I'm shocked to death. Like, I don't, I just don't understand what the laying down was for. <laughs> and I feel like he should have scooted over. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he recovered. I feel like staying there is like almost like there's a bit about to happen. It's almost like it put us back into the slap thing. Like, is this real? What's going on? What is he doing? It's like almost like you're, Now your attention is going to be divided. Sir, get up and move over and get out the scene. Like (laughs) I agree with Evie. Once you start talking,
1: you can't. And the cameramen were doing such a great job of keeping, like, if you were just watching on TV, like, some of the clips I saw, you didn't even see him lying there because they framed it. So it was just her. And she was so unbothered. She didn't let anybody um, break her soul. She was like, this is what I'm going to say. These are the things. You wouldn't have known that there's a man lying at her feet. Poor Jimmy. I've been there. Sometimes when you think things are a relaxed mode and you tell that joke or you do that thing and you're the only one. You're the only one laughing. (laughs) That happened to me. uh, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the Rugrats, but they had an episode at Christmas where Angelica, she was bad. So she got coal for Christmas. So that was an ongoing joke within my family. Oh, you're bad. You're going to get coal. And one of the Christmases that my brother was like not locked up um, because they were here and there for a while. One of the gifts I got him was a lump of coal. I thought it would be funny. Nobody laughed. They were just silent and looking at me like, "I know you didn't really get in the lumber <laughs> call," and I was like, "Whoa!" I so-, did. <laughs> <laughs> it would be- so I've been Jimmy Camel lying there on the ground like, "Oh, I <laughs>
2: didn't read the room right at all." I get guess- that is hilarious, but it's also like, "Dang!" But I, I would have thought that would have been funny too, but I guess, I guess no one else did. Nope. Oh my gosh. Not at all. Not to this day.
1: They're still <laughs> or like, I can't believe you did <laughs> Too soon, too soon, or whatever it was. The point is made that you got to know the time and the place to tell your joke or to do your thing. And it's not always when you think it's going to be. So, lesson that, learned.
2: That is real. That is real. Well, on to we've, we've talked about our friend. Um, actually, before we get to our friend, Sabrina, you have brought up <clears throat> a Kanye situation last week. Do you mind telling the people what you were referring to, what was going on with our friend Kanye? Yeah, I don't mind at all. I do
1: want to preface this by saying, like, Kanye has inspired a lot of my hey, art. A lot day? of my performance art has to do Ooh. with a lot of his music. Um, Artistically, oh. he is inspiring. So I don't want it to seem like, oh, she's just picking on Kanye. She hates Kanye. No, and what I had to say was really something that could apply to Many people, I think male and female, and it came up because in Kanye's recent Instagram raid, one of the things that honestly he's been consistent about is the protection of his daughter's innocence, and especially when it comes to their sexuality. Um Ray J put the business out there, but most of us kind of already had the vibe. He is consistently telling his former mother-in-law that his daughters, North and Chicago, will not be putting out sex tapes, and will not be in Playboy. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. You know, I'm not going to get up here and be like, how dare he say that about his daughters? What I briefly touched on was just the interesting fact that a lot of times what you hear from the masses or from the public is about young girls and their sexuality. You don't wear those shorts. Be careful what the guys make so you get it. da da And I'm like, Kanye has two sons, and none of his rant- rants. Does he talk about his sons? There needs, in my mind, maybe there doesn't need to be, but it's interesting how there's not positive reinforcement when it comes to our sons, but there's a lot of negative reinforcement when it comes to our girls and their sexuality. And like I said, this comes from women and men, but we are more than our sexuality. Also, when are we going to have an equal playing fit? And this is coming from somebody who did wait until they're married to have sex. And you know what? It doesn't make me any better than the next person. And, you know, my husband wouldn't mind me saying he didn't. Okay. Like that journey is a totally separate thing. But I know that the shame associated with the woman who did it and the shame associated with a man who did it are very, very different. I don't hear him saying things like in the same breath. Oh, I don't want Chicago and North to do Playboy. And I also don't want my sons to run the Playboy Awards, which Kanye did at one point. He was a creative director at it. Mm. I don't hear you talking about how you want to make sure your sons highly regard and respect women or A, B, and C for them. So they can just do whatever as long as your daughters don't do this. And if they do this, what does it make them? Not worthy to be a woman like your wife who is now a billionaire and has several successful businesses? Sure, she led with her sexuality, Bella. People did. And in some ways, Kanye, you did. When I listen to a lot of your music, it's highly sexualized. I'm just wondering if I'm the only person who finds it interesting that that part of his public conversation is so heavy, but the other part is so quiet.
2: My, well, Shereka, things,
1: e. B., what EB do? You feel like there's anything
2: interesting there, or not really? That one of the things I find interesting is why did he feel like that needed to be stated? Why, like, was was Chris proper? proper Positioning a video like why wh- like why because you that- did that with Kim. We know. Come on, girl. We haven't gotten that. Got that to- <laughs> but these are children. Like these are children. Like what is? I don't understand why he felt like just Chris. Just in case you thought that this was going to be a situation. Like I don't understand why he thought that. Like he needed to preface. Like I don't understand the why that. Oh, the of- same
1: reason that Ta thought it was a. Pre- T-A-T-I <laughs> <laughs> thought it was appropriate to accompany his teenage daughter to the doctors every time to make sure that she was still a virgin. Like that was a real conversation that happened and he had no shame. He didn't talk about accompanying his sons anywhere and letting yeah. the OBGYN tell them which OBGYN admits that they can't even tell you that. Like that yeah. whole cherry thing, it's a myth. So, but he was very much standing 10 toes down on that. Also, the other interesting thing to note is When Chris and Kim did their little deed, Kim was of age.
2: That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get why you thought that your children were in danger of being in a sex tape. He's
1: already trying to own his daughter's sexuality before they're even an adult. So you're already putting that in their head. Guess what, dad? As long as I'm in your house or mom's house or as long as I'm underage, because I don't advocate any kind of child pornography of any kind. Sure. Absolutely. But when they get of age, do you know how awkward it is to have like your whatever old dad being like, hey, don't have sex with your boyfriend? Now, you know, parents do that all the time, especially in Christian households. That's a conversation for another day. Um, but once again, my issue isn't so much with the act. My issue is with the different ways it's being approached between your daughters and your sons. Let's just call it even. And why can't we? And what does that do? For women, and what does that do for men as they're trying to grow up and have a healthy relationship with their sexuality?
0: Yeah, so I always think that it's—I um, guess you could say—some valid points in in all sides to to a certain extent. Um, and one of the funny parts for me, at least, when it comes to Kanye, not only is it seemed to be geared only towards his daughters, but it's just the willingness or the feel, felt need to publicly share. Um, what you feel is parenting skills or whatnot with the masses. Um, Now I know him and his ex-wife don't always, I don't even know if they're fully divorced or if it went through, but I know him and Kim don't always see eye to eye. So sometimes he feel his outlet is social media and, you know, to each their own, but I probably wouldn't be stressing over my, I guess what I would prefer for my future kids via, I wouldn't be venting with social media, but I do know that people sometimes evolve and, Um, one of the frustrations I know at times I've seen like either the stuff that his daughters wear or the makeup or the clothes that they have on and even at a young age of x y and z and he was just like that's not what we discuss why are you doing this that's not what we talked about I know some would be like well Kanye that's what you kind of was always attracted to and just you might be attracted to something but It might get to a point where you're no longer attracted to that anymore. I will say Kanye does have a song called Violent Crimes, and I won't go through the whole song with you guys. But for those who might be interested, um, it doesn't really still answer the question of why his sons don't get the same type of parenting skills or treatment or encouragement or advice or guidance on how they should live or what he would not want them to be like i don't want you to be a murderer like the people in chicago i don't want you to be a gangbanger i don't want you to be kicking down people's doors and robbing people like it's none of those um but he does talk about how and he uses the n-word quite often in this song so if you're not a fan of hearing it maybe this is not the song for you but he said Ends is savage. Ends is monsters. Ends is pimps. Ends is players. Till ends have daughters. Now they precautious. Father, forgive me. I'm scared of my own karma, because now I see women as something to nurture, not something to conquer. Mm. I hope she like Nikki. I'll make her a monster. Not having menages. I'm just Billy. I'm just being silly. Then he goes um, to reference a few different movies, a few different lines um and stuff like that. So maybe he saw what he was towards women and mm. he was like I don't want these women after my daughter and I didn't realize it at the time, but now I realize what I was. And sometimes that can happen. Now, again, I don't think it should be made public and I do think that same energy should be made towards his son. Now, I wonder if it's because he might be thinking I wasn't a gag beggar, I wasn't out here selling drugs, I wasn't out here shooting people, I wasn't out here robbing people. So I don't not saying I don't have to worry about that, but in his mind, I don't think my sons have to worry about that because that's not something that they see. But they'll continue to see either these images or these videos or these lines or how the masters share them of what their mom is. And I don't want them to be that. Again, not an excuse, not a reason, um, but hey, to each their own. I know usually people are like, don't tell somebody else how to raise their child. You got me messed up. If I see huh. something is destructive to that child... EB will always speak up on behalf of that child just because that's just what I feel I uh, am called and compelled to do. Like, if you're telling your child that left me right and right me left, I'm going to tell you, your mama is wrong. Your daddy is wrong. That ain't, no. that ain't life. Um, but sometimes we just, and I think that's why we're in a place where we're at in this world where people just aimlessly just be like, that's none of my business. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm not going to worry about it. And then you just got people just leading the blind, leading the blind. Um, and it sucks.
2: I, I, think, I think that's good that you said so it may be guilt but also just the reality we live in a patriarchal society and where you know that it's women's sexuality women's bodies all the things it's always been a thing and people always feel like they can speak on what a woman what a woman does with her body what a woman looks like what a woman is it's just always been like that. And it's been the acceptable thing. It's been the norm. And so people just feel comfortable and confident in speaking louder, loudly and boldly about what they think their daughters or whoever should do or shouldn't do, or what, what is appropriate, what's not appropriate when they don't come to the, to men or boys with that same energy.
1: They really don't. And I look at our society and I think about the majority of, Who's committing the murders this lead alluded to? Robberies, the school shootings, the fatherless homes. And I'm like, if we could stop worrying about how much boob the women are showing and maybe hone in on this, because this is an issue. Mm. I remember when I first got, um, first got to Florida in my old career, and I was often walking around with no shoes on, which is honestly gross in the office. But hey, I was doing it. I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. And one of my male coworkers felt very comfortable saying to me, like, oh, if you're not going to have a pedicure, don't have your shoes out. And I was thinking, I know this out of shape, unattractive man isn't telling needed what to do with my body because I don't be thinking about you. You're all old. You're all married. Don't speak on what I'm wearing, who I'm dating or who I'm not dating. They used to have a running joke every time if I like mess something up or for a trip, they'd say things like, oh, and that's why you need a man. So when I hear things like this, I'm always quick to call it out and ask people, what do you find interesting about that? Because I don't want to just give my opinion. I want people to consciously think, because we can change this. I know Mm. what kind of society we live in, but if it's not even on our radar, we're just going to accept it and be like, Mm. that's cool. And it's like, I have a lot. And it got to the point, well, obviously, because Trump was president, I was happy we're black. But also, I was happy to stop even trying. When it came to work, because I thought to myself, I am here to do a job that I'm actually pretty decent at doing. And I need you guys to focus mm. on that and all the other stuff doesn't matter. You can talk about that stuff when you go home to the one when you sleep beside every night. And that's not me. But I think because of our society, you're right, Shrika. they are very comfortable commenting on my body and things that really just had nothing to do with them
2: but yeah so yeah i I think that's definitely that's and i think and i i mean like you said it can change and i think that it is it is changing it is the conversations are being had because in the past it wouldn't have even been a conversation people would have said what they said and people would have felt comfortable and nobody would have said anything about it and i think awareness is being brought to uh the table and people are being like actually that's not okay and mm-hmm. um people are beginning to speak up It but as we know like things mentalities and things don't just change sometimes they can change with just one interaction or one conversation but a lot of times it takes a it's a it's a slow turn it's a slow shifting of the tide for things yeah. to actually really but i think we're we're it is happening it is definitely happening um for sure
1: and i do respect kanye in the sense that even though we never hear about how he feels about his sons and maybe we don't have to you know honestly i'm with edie really it's embarrassing that it's out there but it's out there so i'm (laughs) consuming it i'm choosing to because i actually do i do have somewhat of a i don't maybe i shouldn't say respect because some of the stuff like slavery was a choice i'm like okay well you marrying kim was a choice so we don't need to hear about all the problems you got with her um but all that being said like I also do think about how many quote unquote famous people and not famous people as well, like really don't comment or care about what happens to their kids. I think about selling sunset. There's a character named Amanda, her husband just uh, literally abandoned the family. They just had to eventually say he was a missing person. And I think maybe like five years later they found him. He was just living his life and he was like, yeah, I just couldn't take it. So she was a single mom with the kids. He didn't care about the girl or the boy. So like, you know, Kanye's out here still trying to be in his kids live. And, you know, when they try to X him out of certain decisions, he's like making his voice known and that Mm. I do admire and respect. I think it will inspire some, maybe some other possible absent fathers to be like, you know what? And I don't know how people think like this. I don't let famous people tell me how to live my life, but I could see some people being like, Kanye's going to be there for his kids. I'm going to be there for mine too
2: this is one thing i do i will say social media or media and just the times i was thinking about this earlier just to put a button on this what a time that we live in what a time it could be for the good it could be for the bad but the access to see a kanye's thoughts some may say this is ridiculous or some like you say can look at it and be like well, this is something I can use and maybe do something better with my life. I have been, um, I had, I've watched several different conversations today on, you know, not people I know, but like through the media, uh, conversations with two, con- a conversation with two married couples, a conversation with a young woman uh, about her life uh, growing up with a mother who had a lot of issues. And I just thought, I'm learning so much about people from all different walks of life. And I think this is like, I'm like, what a time to be alive. Like, what if you were isolated? Like before we had TV like this and social media, especially, but TV was very curated and it was very specific of what you had access to see and what you were, you know, in the early days, but to spark these conversations to have access to see the thoughts of different people and, and, and to see, you know, this is not what I want for myself or to hear that other women are speaking up about, it's not okay for you to talk to me like that. will give you the voice to speak up in your situation circumstances to be like, don't do, you know, you can't speak to me like that. I just think what a time to be alive. Some of the things online, we'd be like, Oh Lord, I could have gone a lifetime without seeing that. And then some of the things online, I'm like, I'm glad I have access to see these things and I'm glad I have someone is giving language to uh, giving language and a voice to something that I felt but couldn't ever say. So on that note, I've enjoyed the hot topics. There's so much more things going on, as Evie's saying. And there's always another episode of the Kickback. So y'all stay tuned because we teased Ray J, but we didn't even get to get to him. He'll be there for another week. (laughs) He really will.
1: He really will, especially because he said he just gave an appetizer. We haven't had dinner yet. So can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) One wish. Okay. (laughs) So speaking of one wish... I'm going to start bringing the quotes from this book that my husband actually got me, gosh, maybe like four or five years ago. We're still dating. I think it was a Valentine's Day gift and it's called Remember This Thoughts for Everyday Inspiration. I was just straightening up the other day and I saw this book and I remember I put it like in my apartment as like a little, oh, this looks cute, but I never went through it. So I was like, this would be a perfect thing to go through with a kickback and our quotes. And I know I told you I was going to go through. Those cards that I have in my house, but like Shrika said, there's always another episode of the kickback. We can go through the quotes in this book, and then we can come back, we can come back to the cards. So today, our quote is, whenever possible, look at what you have and be content, feel satisfied, know that even if just for that moment, you have everything. I love this time of year. It's not quite fall yet. We're probably about a week and a half or a little more, a little less than that away. But it's coming into that family season, my anniversary. Oh, Phoebe's anniversary season. We just celebrated Sharika's anniversary season, all the holidays. And I just feel so full and grateful. But then I think about moments in my life where I was going through a challenge or feeling like I had a tough time. And even now in this really good place that I am, looking back at that. I still had so much. So I challenge you guys in this day to just take a moment and think about what you have and feel satisfied and be content and enjoy this moment. E.B., what are you expounding on today?
0: Um, By now, most people, unless you live under a rock, um, at least I can say if you live under a rock, because sometimes people don't listen to like, um, I say, hip hop music or rappers or songwriters or just people who are just of the culture so to speak but the one and i say the one and only but if i say him by his government name you probably wouldn't know him but rakeem hashim allen better known as pnb rock um, who is from philadelphia was gunned down and murdered at a highly i guess you can say highly trafficked highly frequented restaurant in los angeles one of the things that, and it's in South LA, so if you know anything about LA, you will know how crazy and wild things are. Some people say it was a robbery going wrong. Some people say it was asking for him, his jewelry, and he was trying to fight it, and he ended up getting shot. The person ran out. Others say that his significant other or big mama or his old lady, whatever you want to call her, took a picture of their meal and said where they were at, which that is why the robbers or the gunmen um, came to basically come to try to rob him and he received this untimely demise Uh, but one of the things that had me processing some of this is that you already have people whether it be his friends his family those who know him his co-workers his managers his agents his PR team those who rock with him his friends his circle um, who are mourning over the passing of this young man Um, but then everybody seems to be pointing the finger at this young lady for posting their location. Now, if you know me, you know I'm um, I don't say big on social media, but I, I try to see a lot of different things on social media. I'm always on the big three of the Facebook, and I say big three for me. Um I know TikTok is surpassing some of them, but Facebook, Facebook, I say Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is where I frequent or that's where I spend some of my day at. But I see a lot of people just bashing this young lady for posting where they were eating at, as if pnb rock wasn't posting where his whereabouts all the time like if you follow him or if you just see some of his posts um or even from the weekend and now if you're on instagram you know your stuff lasts like the 24 hours he was showing himself at different restaurants showing himself at the at the mall showing his stuff at little spots in la um and it's just like this man was posted where he was at too so like let's not blame this young lady as she's likely um, grieving the loss. Now you have some people like, oh, she the one who set him up, blah, blah, blah. Um, But you have everybody doing everything but blaming the men who killed him. Like the people who felt that it was in their best interest to go after someone and rob them in their best interest to do harm or evil acts or hate on this young man for whatever reasons. Um, I don't know if the man got beef in the streets. I doubt it. But it's like it's so much other things that a person could find, I guess, to blame or point the finger at, which for me, it's only one person. And it's the person who pulled the trigger. Like, that's the only person to blame for this, I I guess, for this murder. Um, And really what I want to leave you with is life is precious. Um, You're talking about somebody who, if I'm not mistaken, 29, 30 years old, um, who. Probably still had a lot, lot to, well, definitely a lot more to live um, unless God decided otherwise. But like great musician seemed to be somebody who was in his family's life, who helped people out trem- tremendously, who had a big heart. And you didn't really see him in none of either the rapper or singer drama or beefs when things were going on. And then now just gone, like no other way, I guess you could say to put it. And so, for those of you who sometimes you live your life um, just wondering what's next, I would say just always remember, like find ways to hug your loved ones, um, spend time with those who are close to you. Like everybody can't be uh, Queen Elizabeth, who out here colonizing people and living to ninety-six years old. And God bless her, wherever she may be at in this moment, too. Because I know people are like don't talk about the dead like that, but that's just the reality. But with the time that you are allotted find ways to let people know that you love them and find ways to just be true to your calling and purpose in life. Um, I, and it was something else that crossed my mind that not necessarily expounding on, but it's something that we probably would be having most sleep if it wasn't for the guy by the name of Thomas Edison. And to just give you a little, I guess, to try to get away from that dark moment of someone's death. Um, before Thomas Edison and Bennett. The electric light bulb in 1879, most people around the globe slept 10 hours each night. So, for me, I would say, get the light bulb up or turn it off a little <laughs> earlier. Get your rest. It hit eight o'clock. Turn it off. <laughs> get your Z's in, man. This man messed it up for us. I like, hear trying it's to keep our hour lights hour on. For me. Like 10 hours, like, like we're struggling to get six or seven right now. <laughs> No, oh I'm that sure.
2: would be nice 10 hours sounds like a, a good time
0: and i'm assuming they were still pre- well dang i was about to say they were productive but we had slavery back then god damn.
2: oh my <laughs> god i'm dead at evie
1: being like i recommend get rid of the <laughs> so evie for the late night snack you just gonna feel your way right to the
0: fridge. That's never your vibe. Or it it do be my vibe, but then that might mean you might have to stay in bed. That's probably why back then we ain't see that many obese people. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we begin extra. Like, and I'm gonna say this to those who are out there. Um, for those of you who enjoy. And I say this in a definitely a serious way, because I am dead serious. I'm trying to get there. But those of you who enjoy working out, those of you who feel like you got what it takes to keep someone accountable or disciplined, IEB is looking for your assistance, Um, because I'm going to be a little vulnerable and transparent with you guys. I currently, on a daily weight, sit around 225 to 230. It do not look it from what people say, not but I all. feel it. I feel it on my knees. I feel it in my back. I feel it in my butt and in, in my stomach. I feel it when I'm putting on pants that I used to be able to fit with no problem. They got pants that I can't even, I don't even have to wear a belt. No more. It's crazy. Um, and then when I have to wear a suit, I'm like, I got to throw on a belt because you can't have a suit on without a belt. But I would say I am pleading your assistance, your guidance, your motivation only because um, an offer, um, and I say an offer, you know, I, mean, I don't mind telling because- Y'all can do what y'all want with with the information. Um, I know some of y'all might go share with other people, but an opera have come to my attention that I can be part of the Air Force. But they told me that I had to get down to 202 because of my height, because I am currently considered obese or overweight for them, but I'm on the Mm -hmm. edge of being obese. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is crazy. Um, And then they say that people in my height range, and my age should weigh 175 to 202. And I'm like, ain't no way I'm getting to 175. So (laughs) I'm trying to get down to 202, and then I'll fill the papers out for the Air Force, and it is the Air Force Reserve. So let's not go too crazy. Um, And for those of you, since I got a degree, uh, for those of you who are part of my church, I thought I would never be an officer, but if I get these these pounds down, I (laughs) will officially become an officer. Do we need to
2: do a kickback?
1: Challenge. I was just about to say, Evie, I'm also um not... I have a little weight scale that in the green is like your healthy weight range. I am also considered about 20 pounds overweight. And I don't know where Sharika sits. All I know well, you is... Know,
2: you know, sure, you dang sure know I'm obese. If y'all overweight...
1: Well, we don't know because it's all, like he said, it's, it's high, like, age, high it's age, age and all I'm that.
2: Short.
1: <laughs> You're taller than me. I'm all sure I know is... I feel that it, it, I love to see it low key because I think it's because we're in happy relationships and good places in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, Sabrina, you just be chilling. I used to, you know, I used to go to the gym a lot, like hot yoga every day, but I've been wanting to be with Babe. I've been wanting to do the other things. And I'm like, dang, girl. What are we going to do about this? And I'm hearing Evie in this situation, and I'm like, okay, it's just our happy weight, but we got to get back to the healthy weight. We can do it. I believe in us kickbackers.
0: Let's get it. Let's close Um, out the year with a bang, people. You don't have to wait to January 1st. Let's kick off. Let's end the year
1: with a bang. Um, was was (laughs) Evie, was that really your recommendation, the light bulb? Should I do mine or what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: definitely was my recommendation <laughs> love get it. Rid of it.
1: <laughs> absolutely love it and there's some truth to that especially um i'm not sure if you know this E B, but when it comes to weight loss how much sleep you get is a factor as well mm-hmm. if you're not getting sleep, enough that. sleep your body will hold on to it yeah because it's like we're stressed we don't know what's popping let's just hold on to this weight in case we need it so definitely get those z's in. i am recommending another podcast Ooh, but this is just a podcast for people who love Netflix it's called nothing but Netflix it's pretty much found on anywhere you can find podcasts you guys have you heard of shows that everybody's talking about but you don't have time to watch all 20 seasons or whatever else but you just want to know what it's about check out this podcast it is great they cover everything that's new and trending and a few shows that aren't Rob and Chappelle the hosts are hilarious sometimes they have their friends as guests but they are, do such a good job. It usually runs from about an hour 15, hour 30 minutes tops just covering. They have one on Tinder Swimler. They have one on Halftime. They have one in so many of the top shows, um, Squid Game. And they call out things in these shows that you maybe didn't notice or share interesting facts about them. But it's awesome. They'll go through the whole season in that hour and a half. And you don't have to watch it yourself if you don't want to. Or you can listen to them. And then watch it because it sounds so awesome. So nothing but Netflix. Sharika, what are you closing out with with our recommendation? Yeah, I know. It's really good. Check it out.
2: You guys know I'm a fan of Kev on stage and Melissa, a.k.a. Mrs. Kev on stage. Y'all know those are my people. Well, of this recording, day of this recording, it is September the 13th and they have a brand new book out called marriage be hard and my recommendation do I have it yet no I will be getting it I would have gotten it by now but I was trying to go see them on their book tour but it's not going to work out for me to be able to do that because I was trying to buy my book and go see them and get my book signed but the way life is working that is not going to be happening but it is Marriage Be Hard 12 Conversations to Keep You Laughing, Loving, and Learning in Learning with Your Partner by Kevin and Melissa Frederick. So that is my recommend. Go get Marriage Be Hard. They have it on audio, digital, and in hardback books. And that's my recommend for you guys
0: it's a good chance that I will recommend it again. Um, I already gave you a recommendation, try to get rid of the light bulbs, really not really get rid of it, but just try to get your rest. And um, cause usually when you're getting your rest, I'm not saying nothing can happen to you inside of your home, but typically it seems a lot of stuff happened to people outside of your home. But if you're getting your rest at your house, not at somebody else's house at your house, you're, I guess, more inclined to be safe. Um, but Maverick City is going on tour again, so you can look up those dates. Oh, yeah, especially if my Florida people, they are in Jacksonville and right outside of Fort Lauderdale in Sunrise in November. So if you're looking for something to be thankful about or trying to give somebody a Thanksgiving gift, I know some of y'all out there, y'all live that way to give out Thanksmas or Friendsgiving, however y'all roll. Um, tickets range from like $35 to like 300 something, depending on where you're trying to sit and if you're trying to ask them people questions. But as always, uh, i got actually got two quotes for y'all today and i know some people don't really like one of them that i'm about to give and i say they don't like it because people are like you shouldn't tell people that life is tough get tougher don't let life defeat you as we continue to be here for you guys during suicide prevention Month, just know that you're not alone but as always if life tries to knock you down make sure you kick back until next time